The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1977, Episode 3, Summer Vacation. In this episode, we'll cover May 5th through July 13th. The day Sean was born in a New York hospital, John wanted to show him where his mother grew up. Lennon, having been granted his green card and his legal fight to stay in the U.S., now had the opportunity to do so. So beginning last November, the trip was being planned. John was also planning a trip to the U.K. to visit his Aunt Mimi later in August. Lennon enrolled himself in a six-week Japanese language and cultural course at the Belitz School of Language in Manhattan. Having completed the course, John was ready. It was planned that he would fly out first en route to Hong Kong for a vacation before his trek to Japan, where he would team up again with Yoko. On May 4th at Kennedy International Airport, John and Sean, along with Sean's nanny Masako and Lennon's personal assistant Nishi Samaru, boarded a plane to Hong Kong. party landed in Hong Kong on May 5th and checked in to the Mandarin Hotel.
welcome. The next day, John took Sean sightseeing to the Hall Par Mansion and the Tiger Balm Garden theme park, which is renowned for its many dioramas of the gruesome Ten Courts of Hell and other equally frightening statue depictions. On May 7th, after a day of more sightseeing, John and Sean returned back to the Mandarin. While in the lobby, a familiar face came off the elevator. It was none other than David Bowie, who, along with Iggy Pop and assistant Coco Schwab, were also staying at the Mandarin Hotel. They were on a stopover holiday from an album promotional tour for their band, The Idiots. As Iggy Pop later recalled, a pair of elevator doors opened and he stood in the foyer wearing a baseball jersey that was way too big and he gave David a very big hug and kind of laughing greeting smile. I was surprised to see an English industry giant exhibit such warmth. After the greeting, Lennon put Sean to bed and the trio headed out. up at a posh country club for tea. The table service was very slow and lacked attention. Lennon, not having their evening sag, stood up from his place and called out to the staff, we need service, haven't you ever heard of the Beatles? And with that, their night began.
Over the next couple of evenings, they took in a show at the topless bar, the Sea Palace, and then went swimming in the South China Sea. On May 11th, John, Sean, Masaku, and Nishi left for Tokyo, Japan. They arrived at Haneda Airport and teaming back up with Yoko, stayed for the next several weeks at the Hotel Akura in the presidential suite. The Lennon family will be in Japan until the fall. With Lennon in Japan, attention continues to spotlight McCartney in the Caribbean. With recordings going well, the Wings Armada visited several different bays. Small motorboats zip back and forth, taxiing the band and towing water skiers. At twilight, the boats turned on rows of colored lights all strung in their rigging, while Wings music played so all can hear across the bay. On the last night, Paul played the captain's mini piano and did the story of the two little fairies featuring the song, We Remember That You Were Nice. Thank you. 
The children were happy to sing along, contributing to Paul's sea chanty fairy tale. After a good Caribbean night's sleep, the ship's crew took everyone by boat to St. Thomas Airport for the flight back to London. Oh, you're not too far, you're too far, you're too far. 
on May 14th from the ITV network. The worldwide transmission of British film director Tony Palmer's 17-part television series, All You Need Is Love, The Story of Popular Music, is aired. Tonight's episode, titled Mighty Good, The Beatles, focuses on the Beatles' career and is scripted by Derek Taylor. capital of Ireland and that's one thing so you got you you'd always be around a lot of music asked his father myself to uh, listen to a record um, he said forget about the singer just listen to the backing group Actually, we always were fairly interested in uh, all the uh, records because being in the business. And he said, they are four boys and I'd like to manage them. It wouldn't take any longer than two afternoons or two half days at the time. It's just a sort of a part-time occupation. He said it would never interfere with business. But the first time we met the Beatles, they were playing in um, Southport. And um, Brian was very insistent that we should go over. And uh, I'd never been to a rock and roll concert before, and I asked him what I should wear. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, look young, which was a bit different. The Beatles were then just four lads on that rather dimly lit stage, somewhat ill-clad, and the presentation was, well, left a little to be desired as far as I was concerned. That's what I want. Have you heard an oboe? Oh, which one's that? Is this one? That would be nice. So it was really, we grew together. It's more fun in the record if there's a few sounds that you don't really know what they are. And then something happens on here, you know, I couldn't tell you what, because then we have a special man who sits here and goes like this. find a moment. The show was very popular and caught the eye of Eric Idle and Gary Weiss, who have been working on a TV special based on the fictitious band named The Ruddles for NBC. With all the Beatles' nostalgia in the air, in New York on May 26th, at the Winter Garden Theatre, the Broadway musical Beatlemania premieres. The play is a musical tribute to the band The Beatles. Beatlemania is 
One of the most original hits in Broadway history. It's not the Beatles, but an incredible simulation. Live on stage. Beatlemania, a multimedia trip through the 60s. Beatlemania, a beautiful, brilliant show capturing dozens of the Beatles' greatest hits. Experience it now. Beatlemania. See it. Feel it. Love it. Live on stage at the Winter Garden Theater. First time I saw it in a run-through in Boston, and it got a standing ovation. The show's producers, David Krebs and Steve Lieber. And as far as I can see, the show has never yet gotten anything but a standing ovation, which is a pretty good track record. I went to Murray the K, a guy who traveled with the Beatles, was known as the fifth Beatle. I said, Murray, tell me you don't like these four guys. And he fell in love with them. Beatle lookalike musicians played Beatles songs against a background of film clips from the 1960s. My name is Justin McNeil. I'm 23 and I play Ringo in the show. <laughs> and you? Hi, I'm Leslie Fratkin and I play George Harrison. I'm 27. My name is Joseph Thomas Richard Pecorino, MBE. No, not really. I play John Lennon in the show. And my name is Mitch Weissman, and I'm 25, and I play Paul McCartney in the show. Marie the K. It is, I guess, a personal experience. There's a lot of deja vu in the show. Uh, it brings back so many memories. Uh, in addition to all the multimedia and the live performances, I guess the most important thing is that all the music is live. I mean, there's no lip syncing, there are no tracks, everything is live. But in all, it's a flow, constant flow of images that is uh, perhaps uh, the most extensive use of multimedia on Broadway or in live theater. It shows how the 60s affected the Beatles and how the Beatles affected the 60s. On May 31st in America, Capitol Records released the single Seaside Woman by Susie and the Red Stripes. Linda had written a song called Seaside Woman, and it was to be released as a single under the name Susie and the Red Stripes. The band is really Linda McCartney with Paul and various members of Wings. Paul McCartney. Because we'd been to the Caribbean and because we'd been to Jamaica in particular, um, she sort of fell in love with the villagers. So Seaside Woman, I think, is about that, is about the ordinary Jamaican people. I was so in love with reggae music when I heard The Wailers that I wrote a reggae song, and it was called Seaside Woman. I'm well into cartoons and animation. I've loved them since I was that big. I guess you could call me a cartoon freak. She was just fascinated by the way you could make drawings move, and it still is a fascinating thing, you know, just like a flicker book.
looked up a few animators. And Oscar, incredible. And Oscar loved the song. So he decided to do a four-minute cartoon to my song. It went off to Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival, and won the Golden Palm for the best short that year. So that was rather thrilling. And Oscar had a woman with a, a pot on her head, because you see that often. You see people coming home from the cane fields, and the, the women there will have uh, they carry stuff on their head, like African women, their heritage, you know. We used it on the cover of the record. black rights movement in America objected to it strongly, said it's demeaning. He said, but it's the truth. I mean, we don't, we don't ask people to put baskets on their head. So we had we to respect that point of view and we changed it. In actual fact, it was terrible because it got changed to a woman with big breasts, which was really even more demeaning to women. In fact, but nobody complained about that. Uh, there wasn't a group against big breasts. Linda did a, a B-side. So we said, okay, B-side, we've got to do a B-side to C-side. And that stuck, that, that phrase. So we just went in and made up something, which is what the song is, very spontaneous and very made up. And more than an A-side, less than a C-side, a middle B-side, B-side to C-side.
On June 3rd in the UK, Ringo Records released the single It's All Over Now Baby Blue by Graham Bonnet.
This was the fifth single record release from the Ringo Records label. On June 9th in a London courtroom, George and Patty Harrison are granted a divorce. On June 16th, MCA Records in America released the album One of the Boys by Roger Daltrey, lead singer for the band The Who. Wings lead guitarist Jimmy McCulloch plays lead guitar on the LP. Roger's third solo effort, he recruited the aid of his friends such as Keith Moon, John Entwistle, Eric Clapton, Alvin Lee, Mick Ronson, Jimmy McCulloch, and Paul McCartney. McCartney's contribution came in the form of a song called Giddy, a 1971 song he had originally titled Road All Night.
on The feeling only just went away After returning back from the island of St. Thomas with the recordings for the new Wings album, Paul, Linda, and the band worked on them with Jeff Emmerich at London's Abbey Road Studios. When she took him to the water spout 
On June 20th, taking a break from the Water Wings London Town sessions, Paul and Linda fly to Jamaica for a holiday. off the release of the Susie and the Red Stripes single Seaside Woman, Paul and Linda book studio time at the Black Oak Recording Studios in Kingston, Jamaica. Thank you. 
musicians on this session include Jamaican rhythm guitarist Billy Boy Gardner, singer-songwriter Boris Gardiner on bass, on drums Mickey Boo Richards, on keyboards from a reggae band called Toots and the Maytals, Winston Wright, Paul McCartney on guitar, and Linda on lead vocals. The sessions were produced by Lee Perry. Since Paul and Linda first met, the two remembered certain songs from their childhood. In the late 1950s, the McGuire sisters had a number one hit with the song Sugar Time. Paul and Linda would sing it as a party piece, splitting into melody and harmony to amuse and amaze their friends and relatives. The couple enjoyed recording it and put a reggae beat to it at Black Oak Studios. Meanwhile, back in Tokyo, Japan, the Lennons and their entourage left the Okura Hotel and traveled to Yoko's ancestral home of Karuzawa. There they stayed at the Manpai Hotel, a western-style luxury hotel. During their stay, John and Yoko organized a garden party for the Ono family at Yoko's childhood home at Kudin House. Yoko is quoted as saying, John did an elegant Sumi Japanese traditional drawing of the three of us on each invitation. I wrote the words in a Japanese flowing style of writing. We used beautiful Japanese paper. We had special rooms for the children to play in and watch cartoons. Two of my great uncles didn't come. They thought we should be visiting them instead of the other way around. 
since we were the younger generation of the family, but everyone else came. John dressed in a dark navy suit with a pink carnation, and when we arrived, everyone stood up, and John went around the tables and shook hands with each person and thanked them for coming. During the last few weeks in June, at the Cherokee Studios in Los Angeles, California, Ringo continued to work on tracks for his next Atlantic Records LP.
As June melted into July, Ringo, having finished work on his new LP, flew to London to work on a new project, a soundtrack for a children's cartoon about a mouse. So at the Berwick Street Studios in Soho, London, working with producer Hugh Murphy, Ringo records tracks and dialogue for a film called Scouse the Mouse. Thank you everybody, we're glad you made the show. We got someone that we think you ought to know. He's the greatest sensation from coast to coast. For your delectation is the mouse with the most. It's Scouse the Mouse. No ordinary, he's an extraordinary mouse. It's Scouse the Mouse. Bet you've never seen a mouse like Scouse in your house. Hello everybody, have a listen to my song If it's not too short, I hope it's not too long I feel real cute in my brand new suit But I'd feel even better if you sang along Cause I'm the Scouse, that's Scouse, the mouse He's the greatest, no ordinary I'm an extraordinary yeah. mouse And I'm the Scouse, that's Scouse, the mouse What a mouse, I'll bet you've never seen a mouse Like Scouse in your house now I had a home in Liverpool But one day I knew what I had to do I escaped from my cage to be a star on the stage Now I'm happy as can be to sing my song for you Cause I'm the Scouse, that's Scouse, the mouse He's terrific, no ordinary I'm an extraordinary yeah. mouse And I'm the Scouse, that's Scouse, the mouse did you ever see a mouse like Scouse in your house? Open up your mouth and sing my song with me Cause I'm Scouse, the mouse No ordinary, I'm an extraordinary mouse And I'm Scouse, the mouse Did you ever see a mouse like Scouse in your house? Well, I'm Scouse, the mouse No ordinary, I'm an extraordinary mouse I'm Scouse, the mouse I'll bet you've never seen a mouse like Scouse in your house. I sit and watch while others sing and dance. But I know someday I will have my chance. I'm down today, it's true. My chances have been few. But I am not discouraged, cause I know what I can do I may be a tiny mouse and in a cage But I know I belong upon the stage And someday I will be a personality And then the one I'm watching on the TV will be me now people tend to treat a mouse with simple condescension But I am like no mouse you've ever seen So if 
you think of me that way, then maybe I should mention I'm Scouse the Mouse and I have got a dream. Recorded in London, back in New York City, the disco scene was on fire. floors downtown at CBGB's and uptown at the discos heated up, the summer of 77 was becoming one of New York City's hottest. Then on July 13th in New York City, all the circuits blew, and the city that never sleeps was plunged into darkness. All of a sudden we saw all the lights in East Harlem go out. And we thought, wow, you know? And then Midtown went boom out. And then, like, 34th Street down that way, boom out. Lightning from a freak storm hit four critical power lines, and for 25 hours, millions of New Yorkers went without electricity. Looters ransacked the poorer parts of the city. During the pandemonium, more than 3,000 people were arrested. More frightening, a murderer lurked in the darkness, stalking his prey. For me, that period of time was more about getting out of your car fast before the son of Sam would murder you. A serial killer had been terrorizing the boroughs of New York for the past year, targeting women as they came home late at night. I used to sit in the car for a long time when I'd come home on a date and just talk in front of the house. One thing that I really don't do anymore is sit in parked cars. Known as Son of Sam, he approached his victims quietly, then drew a revolver and started shooting.
Coming up in a moment. Paul continues to record in London. Cut his head off. Rip the blighter. George is off to the races. It's a superb start and straight into the lead goes John Watson in the Martini Brabham. Just behind him, Nicky Lauda in the Ferrari. Then it's Jody Schechter in fourth position, James Hunt, and they go round Cops for the first time. And John Watson is exactly where he wanted to be in the lead. Oh, Jody Schechter wins again. Jody Schechter as John Watson streams round and into the chicane again. Ringo releases a new single. If I had the wings of an eagle Over these broken dreams I would fly And Lennon is... Free as a void. Next on Yesterday and Today. For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts yesterday and today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. Wow. (laughs) And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages. That's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast or facebook.com slash third men. Or you could head to society6.com slash Kaminsky family podcast. That's society, the number six, dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I family podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. (laughs) Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we need your help. (laughs) Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.